almost everyone I know has been like, oh my gosh, like I almost got in an accident. Mm -hmm. I almost fell off a ladder. I almost got in a car with some really scary guy. I almost drank a drink at a bar that was roofy. You know what I mean? That's your angel. They're guardians. They're protecting you. Welcome to the Big Kid Problems podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human being behind Big Kid Problems, Sarah Merrill. Now, I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about entering the adult world, and as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have Big Kid Problems. So each week, we will take a funny yet informative look at a specific Big Kid Problem, break it down with our roundtable panel, then have on an expert to help us solve our problem of the week. From love and relationships, career, money, physical and mental health, bad decisions, and just general life responsibilities, nothing is off limits. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another week and another episode of the Big Kid Problems podcast. Now, this isn't just any other week. This happens to be my favorite week of the year. Happy freaking Halloween to all my basic witches. (laughs) I know Halloween is polarizing. Some people love it. Some people love to hate on it. But I am quite honestly obsessed. I celebrate all month long. I call it spooky month. And let me tell you, I fuck hard with pumpkin patches, hocus pocus, fall scented candles. And no, it doesn't matter that it's 75 degrees in LA and I'm currently looking at a palm tree. Halloween is a vibe and I'm on it. So getting into the holiday spirit, no pun intended. Uh, that was a ghost joke, guys. Keep up. Uh, I wanted to bring on a special guest this week who could actually connect us to the spirit world. That's why I'm so pumped to bring on celebrity spiritual medium, Erica Gabriel. Erica has read for thousands of people all over the world, including some of the biggest stars in Hollywood. She was recently featured in the New York Times, and over the last decade, her messages from spirits have brought closure to hundreds of mysterious deaths, murders, paternity cases, questionable suicides, overdoses, and more. Whether or not you believe in this stuff, this was a fascinating interview. I loved hearing Erica's story and what it's like talking to dead people, but also there are actually a lot of practical uses we talk about in this episode. For instance, have you ever been dating someone and just knew something was going on behind your back or just ever had like a gut feeling about something or someone in your life? I mean, we've all heard the saying, trust your intuition. And Erica will actually teach us how to tap into our intuition because kind of like building your muscles at the gym, tapping into your intuition is a skill that can be improved with practice. We also get into how to ask your spirit guides for help, who's all in your spiritual corner, why it feels like the universe is testing our asses sometimes, and just so much more. Erica even gives me a little reading at the end, which... Guys, it was wild. Uh, My mind is still blown, and you're going to hear it all on the air. So without further ado, go grab some sage, get some rose quartz up in this bitch, and we will be right back. Back. 
Before we jump back into the episode, let's talk about shrooms real quick. I'm talking, of course, about mushroom-based beverages from Four Sigmatic. Drinking functional mushrooms has a ton of health benefits, you guys, and my very health-conscious boo turned me on to them a few years ago. Each antioxidant-dense sip benefits immunity, energy, longevity, and just overall health. And I know drinking mushrooms might sound weird, but it doesn't actually taste like mushrooms. And there are just so many health benefits that it's definitely worth it. Let's take the mushroom coffee with lion's mane, for example. It is real coffee made with 100% organic Arabica beans, but contains only about half the caffeine of a regular cup of coffee. And functional mushrooms have been known to support the adrenal glands. So that makes a big difference for anyone who wants the productivity of coffee without the like jittery side effects that can lead to stress. And I don't know about you guys, but my stress already has stress. So I need all the help I can get. Oh, and many of Four Sigmatic's teas, coffees, and hot chocolates come in these handy little packets, so they are super easy to make. You just mix them with hot water, and they are also really easy and great to travel with. I keep one in my bag, and like I would bring them to offices and stuff like that if they have like crappy-ass like office coffee. I just bring my own. So if you want to try Four Sigmatic, I have a special offer just for our listeners. Head over to foursigmatic.com slash big kid, or just use that discount code big kid at checkout for 15% off your next order. Again, that is foursigmatic.com slash big kid. I'm also going to link that in show notes, make it real nice and easy for you, or just use that code big kid at checkout. All right, guys, we are back to the Big K Problem podcast, and I am so excited to be sitting here with spiritual medium, Erica Gabriel. Hi, how are you? Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm so happy to hang out with you today. I know, me too. I've I- already had a blast. Yeah. <laughs> These full 10 minutes together yes. pre-recording have been wonderful. Yes, exactly. Um, it's cool that you're on at this time of year. I mean, it's like spooky month. We're talking about spirits. Yeah. But obviously, like, you know, when we think of mediums and psychics, it's not all like ghost stories. Like what's cool is that you can actually like use some of these tools and you can you, we can talk about intuition and like really cool things that actually apply to our lives year round, which I think is cool. Totally. And that's what's so amazing about being a medium is when I do reading, seeing what connects all of us. That's what's so incredible about it. Not just focusing on hauntings, although it is fun to talk about. But I feel like once you move through this idea of like, you know, scary movies and all that, you get to, you know, connect with the higher vibration light beings like angels, like spirit guides, and like our precious loved ones who've crossed over. So kind of moving through the the hauntings and stuff, there's so much knowledge and so much wisdom that we can get from the spirit world. Totally. And like, just for anybody who may not be super familiar, like, are you a psychic and a medium or a medium versus psychic? Like, what are the two differences? Yeah, so a psychic can tell you things about your past, present, and future, reading, your energy, your aura, things like that. But I am actually a spiritual medium. So I deliver messages from the spirit world to our world. So I raise my vibration 
right? Spirit lowers their vibration and I meet them in the middle. That's why I call myself a medium. I'm the middle, the middle person. I'm kind of like um, the messenger from, from the spirit world. I'm able to tune in and hear these amazing messages. So psychic predictions do sometimes come through. So in essence, sure. Could I be called a psychic medium? Absolutely. But not every reading I do, do psychic predictions come through. So your angels, your guides, your loved ones only bring through messages that are going to best serve you. So meaning you're not going to hear anything to scare the crap out of you. You're not going to hear anything that's going to you know alter your destiny. You're only going to hear messages that will serve you. And those messages are not always psychic predictions. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it yeah. does. Yeah. And how did you like find out you were a medium? Like I can imagine, I mean, I, I think of things that I see in the movies and I'm like, if if spirits are trying to talk to me, I imagine that being scary almost. Like, were you ever scared or did you always kind of have like a positive view on it? My entire childhood, I was terrified. (sighs) And that's how I actually started to realize I was different than other people was when I was like around seven. Mm. My family and I moved into a house and I kept seeing a little boy around the house and went to my parents and really was just upset and told them I kept seeing this little boy. And I don't know if they already knew or they started digging a little bit and found out, but turns out a little boy had drowned on that property. So I started becoming and you know a medium right away. I was born a medium. I was born this way. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, that led me. Well, first of all, I slept on my parents' floor till I was like 12. And then I wanted like got into boys and stuff like that and was like, like I, I need my own room. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> um, but I I was super afraid. I was terrified actually and thought that I was haunted because I was, you know, seven, eight, nine. You don't know, oh, I'm actually a medium and gonna utilize this, you know, uh, ability to assist others. You you don't know that. You don't have that understanding. So I was terrified for a really long time and went on lifelong journey of searching and spirituality and trying to find my way. And I've done every job under the sun. And um, once I realized that I was a medium, it was like a big bonfire, light bulb smashing moment, like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a medium. And that's really where my journey began. And at that time, I kind of reignited all of the fears. Yeah. Because you're basically hearing voices in your head And you're going, who am I talking to? Am I talking to a haunting? Am I talking to a ghost? Am I talking to an angel? Am I talking to someone's loved one? You have to really start to navigate your way through the spirit world, which can be really scary. And my husband, I think, was he my husband at the time? Yes, we were married. Yes, that's right. Okay. He would wake up in the middle of the night and be like, babe, I can't sleep. What's going on in our bedroom? Because I basically turned on a light on into the spirit world and all the spirits in the whole area could oh my see that I could hear them. So I had to find a way to basically create boundaries and figure out what was what. So that was a scary time as well. But now I'm not afraid anymore. That's so um, wild. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and I, like you mentioned that the little boy that was in your house, yes. did you ever like communicate with him or you no. would just see him? Just see him. Okay, this is so weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, getting into like ghost stories. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's, 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 let's dig in. Let's go. I like always felt like there was something in my house growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Like it would be like so real that I would be sitting on the couch and I'd be like, there is a person yep. like, and I knew where in the room they were. Like Absolutely. I'd be like, they are in the back corner. Like I could, like I could just feel it. Yeah. And it was, but I could never, there was never any other like type of communication. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know like what they were doing. 
I don't know. Is that, that's like. A- yeah, that's a haunting. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. I have to say yeah. too, like the or- like aura, like mm-hmm. I kind of felt like it had like bad juju. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I was, maybe it was just me being scared yeah, of something like. it made you uncomfortable. Like, unknown. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I would say. Like that's, that, that's more of like a haunting energy. And just so you know, not all ghosts are the same. Yeah. There's all different kinds of ghosts, just so you know. But, um, but yeah, usually when you're running into someone that's stuck, right? It's just stuck energy. So it's nothing to be scared of, to be honest with you. But when you run into stuck energy like that, you're going to feel weird. You know, if you and I closed our eyes right now and someone walked into the room, like, silently, right. we would still feel them. It's yes. energy. So you can feel energy and that can make you feel really, really uncomfortable, especially maybe if that energy is stuck and didn't make it over to the other side. Mm. But, you know, there's some energy too that like if you go to a really old historical site, you can feel all kinds of energy there. It doesn't mean that there's actually a person that didn't cross over, that's stuck, that's mean. It's like trying to scare you. No, it's just an imprint of energy, right? So like if you went to a house where someone was murdered, maybe there was no one there anymore, but that place would carry an energy with it. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes we mistake energetic imprints for hauntings. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious too, because I feel like when we, we talk about this, it's almost like, you you know, you can kind of like tune into these mm-hmm. things. And I'm sure like, that's probably a skill, obviously you've mastered mm-hmm. that you can kind of like tune into certain energies. Absolutely. Do you think that everybody has to a certain degree an ability to do that? Or is there maybe a way, like if you even feel slightly intuitive, like can you hone that skill or build upon it? 100 (laughs) billion million percent. You don't actually need me, right? Just like you can go to the gym and do your own thing. But sometimes it's really nice to have a trainer that can show you like different, you know, exercises or how to use the equipment, right? Silly example, but point being... Everyone that I've ever met, everyone is connected to the spirit world. Everyone is connected to their loved ones who've crossed over, their ancestors, their spirit guides, and their angels, whether you're aware of it or not. And that's why I'm able to read for people. Because when I read for you, I'm not doing anything to you or at you. I am truly opening the door or turning on the on switch to the spirit world. And then I'm kind of tuning in or tuning into your station, like a radio. Mm -hmm. And I just listen and I listen in with your permission and deliver the messages that are playing. So meaning you are already there, you're already connected. And I would say to anyone listening, one of the greatest things you can do is find ways to tune in to your own intuition and your own inner voice. Is there any like tricks to do that? Is there like... So none of this is tricky. (laughs) There's actually, there's really no tricks. It really is an unfolding and it's a process. And I think we want things to happen so fast. Of course. In life, right? And it's like an app that's going to... Totally, totally. Timing is one of the most frustrating things in our entire lives, right? Timing, oh my gosh. But it's an unfolding. And the more you tune into your own intuition, the more you work with your spirit guides, the... um, more intuitive you'll be. It's a practice. It's not something that happens quickly. Um, same thing with people that are thinking, gosh, I, I'm hearing spirits. I'm doing, you know, that think they're mediums or think they're psychics or um, that's beautiful, but you don't want to open up to the spirit world too quickly. You'll freak out. <laughs> it's not fun to have things come too fast. Um, just for, cause I get contacted by a ton of people that think they're mediums and I love it. I think it's great. Take your time. And same thing with intuition. I think sometimes we get this 
mistake that we think we have to like sit in a corner and say om for three hours or else we're not spiritual or we're not doing it. And it's not like that. You can do a small practice every single day to quiet your mind, drop from your head to your heart to tune into your intuition. And it can be 10 deep breaths a day. You choose. Hmm. It doesn't have to be as epic as I think we make it out to be, but it is an unfolding and it is a process and it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. So is that something like you do? Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned like the the deep breaths, like Mm -hmm. connecting with your heart. Mm -hmm. Like, is that something you have to do? Like, that's something you probably, it probably takes a while to be able to do that. Yeah, like before I do a reading, I have a couple of different things that I do to varying degrees. So it depends on how I'm feeling that day. I also start to align my energy with my client for that day or my Mm. clients. Um, So sometimes I need to, I I don't pre-read for them, but I start to tap into their energy. So I sage myself, but I mean, I literally sage myself like seven times a day. Do you really? Yeah, because it's an opening and a closing for me. It clears my energy because when I read for someone, I give them my entire heart and soul, really, and open up to the spirit world for them. So I need to make sure my energy is clear. I drum. Oh, wow. I use um, crystal singing bowls. Sometimes I dance because how, I mean, when you dance and you just like shake off the energy, sometimes you're like, oh, it's very grounding. Yeah. Um, I walk out something to dancing. Oh my gosh. Honestly. Oh my gosh. For I, sure. I started this thing. I mean, this is really embarrassing for yeah. you guys listening. But <laughs> Give it to us. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I do this thing called like Money Moves Monday. Nice. And I play Cardi B Money Moves and I freaking dance. Because like Perfect. I get a lot of anxiety. Like mm-hmm. start of the week, I'm like, I, you know, I don't have a typical job, mm-hmm. you know, where I, I don't have like things I... These are the set things you need to do for the week to be successful. Like I'm like freaking winging it. Right. So I get a lot of anxiety come like Monday morning and I'm like, I'm going to just dance off that bad energy, crush it to some Cardi B, get the good vibes in. That's it. And I swear to God, like the Mondays that I do that, because like, let's be real, some Mondays, I miss that like (laughs) this Monday. Um, But the Mondays I do that, I I always feel like I have a a better week when I shake it off. Right. So I think there is something to that dancing. 100. Like, I think you have to find what it is for you, Mm -hmm. you know, find what it is for you that quiets your mind. Because I think the mind is what creates chaos. When you drop into your heart and you drop into your intuition, that is where your divine wisdom resides within you in your true, like those moments. So like the idea of anxiety, like you were saying, having anxiety, um, sometimes people ask me like, I'm so anxious. Does that mean like I'm getting a sign that I'm doing something bad or I'm doing something wrong or, and, and it doesn't. Anxiety and intuition are two completely different experiences. Um, when you have anxiety, it's chaos. So sometimes your body starts to shut down, you, your palms sweat, your heart starts racing, um, an anxiety attack. God, what an uncomfortable experience. You're having a true reaction, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're just, your mind's racing and wandering. And usually anxiety, um, when I tap into anxiety for people, it's a lot of negative self-talk. What are you doing? Yeah. Where are you? What's the point of your life? Why are you here? <laughs> Right? Are you listening to my thoughts right now? This is it. But this is our collective consciousness. This is what's amazing about doing all these readings is like the things I'm saying, you know, resonate with all of us because we're all in this together. We're not alone, you know? But you're like, who am I? Why am I? And what am I doing? And it's all of these really negative feelings. 
When you, after you dance to Cardi B and you drop in and you shake that off, okay, now you're ready because you're starting to move from your center, from your heart. You've released some of those toxic, negative conversations that you're having with yourself and you're ready to to go experience life. Um, So that's intuition. Intuition is a calm, peaceful experience. When I connect in with my guides, it is a positive voice. It's an inner voice. It sounds like me. So people always go, my intuition sounds like me. Shouldn't it sound like someone else? No, it (laughs) it is you. Um, But your intuition is that calm, clear, it's clarity, and you have to get there to find it. It's not anxiety. Anxiety is completely different. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we have to dig into this more because that is something I feel like we all have. Like, and there, there are moments, I mean, in life where we have, I think it can be easy to confuse. Like you, maybe you're in a job that you hate and you're like, you have a feeling like I need to leave, I need to leave. And I, I, I guess I want to know like how to really get into yourself and realize like, is this me being fed up with my job or like, do I really need a career change because my my heart's not into it? Mm-hmm. Like I'm just thinking of examples to help bring Absolutely. this to life. But yeah. yeah, like I feel like a lot of times we get stressed maybe in our situations and it does affect our decision making. And like maybe how if there's like ways to kind of like like you said like one is calm, one is negative. Yeah, one's me- calm, one's chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think you know the interesting thing about that question like a couple things are coming to my mind. First of all, I think sometimes we feel like what we're doing right now is so unimportant Mm. to where we want to go. And I think that's such a huge mistake. And I see it all the time in readings. Like for an example, I'll give you a personal example. Um, I used to work in shoe sales. I used to sell shoes, right? And at the time, I was just like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm not even into fashion. You know what I mean? Yeah. But looking back, like, that 100% helped me be a medium. 100%. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about people, helping people, serving people, people that were really mean to someone putting a shoe on their foot, you know, all kinds of things about humanity and the human emotion. Does that help me now? Of course it does. Wow. So I think don't always just disregard what you're doing. You know, when you look back, those are things that are building blocks to where you're going. It may not be the exact perfect job, but don't think that it's worthless. I think that's such a good thing to say. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that that in terms of the job thing, I know that's a little off topic, but I just really wanted to tell people that like what you're doing does matter. It, it you know, it, it matters. So good. Especially yeah. for like this age group, like you're in your, a lot of people are still in their 20s, maybe early 30s. Like you're, of course, you're not going to be where you your dream destination is. Right. It's really unlikely that you're going to be in your dream career by like age 25. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think a lot of people, especially like you mentioned, like we all, timing is crazy. Like yeah. we all want things immediately. And I love that you just brought that up. You have I to think like- you're, you're building a body of work. Mm-hmm. You're building up your experiences and it's not, it's not worthless. And I think there's a big difference between anxiety and dreams your dreams. So like you were saying, like, oh, I don't know. I don't like this job. My heart's not in it. I want to be doing X. Well, it's awesome. Feel about, like, think about doing X. That's so great. But don't just disregard yourself like that. But I think don't give up so quickly. And I think anxiety, like I said, it's that chaos feeling like, I can't stand this. I just have to leave right now. Cool down, calm down, drop in, Drop into your center. And if you don't know how to do that, make that your number one priority. 
finding out how to quiet your mind, mm. even for two minutes a day, so you can hear some of really the divine wisdom that's inside of you. Yeah. Because your guides, your angels, everything, everyone meets you in your intuition. So if you can quiet the mind, you can go into the intuition and get the answers that you're seeking and that you're looking for. I don't know if that answered your question, but does that make sense? No, it does. Yeah. <laughs> and and to that point, this is actually something I did want to ask you because I was doing a little bit of like research into this world. Yeah. And I was reading about like, there's five clairs or like five different ways that like people feel intuition. And I kind of wanted to like talk to the, about that a little bit because you can you can be feeling things in a different way and they still all matter. Like you might feel it in your stomach. Like you might get a gut feeling or you might like, I don't know, you you can tell me. No, no, I love that. That's a great question. Absolutely. And and sometimes, honestly, I think anxiety is because we aren't listening to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So meaning we're in a, a, say a toxic relationship and we're just keeping going and we're freaking out having anxiety attacks. Well, you know you're in a toxic relationship. You know that it's not good for you. You know that you're dimming your own light. You know you, you don't feel well in this situation, but you're completely ignoring that. So what's happening, and a little bit to what you're talking about, the anxiety, so so it's coming out in the body. So we have a body, we have mind, we have spirit. It's all connected. And if you're not listening to yourself, it's going to come out somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of anxiety that people are having is because they're actually ignoring their intuition. So your body starts going, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I really don't feel well. I don't feel good. But yes, you're you're talking about the clairs. There's Claire audio. There's Claire sentient. So some people, they're psychic through their scent. They can hmm. smell things. Some people are, they can hear, but they can't see things. There's Is that all kinds of saying like the smells fishy comes from? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it is. Yeah. Let's just go with that. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But, but absolutely, I, I would say tuning in and listening to yourself and listening to your own heart is is definitely like the number one the number one thing to to focus on. But if it feels extreme and anxious and chaotic, that's anxiety. That's not your intuition, right? I kind of wanted to like on that. I'm thinking of like examples that apply to like our listeners, and I feel like people can relate to this one. But like, let's say you're in a relationship, and mm-hmm. so many people have been there. I've been there where you're like, I just have this feeling that like the person I'm with is being unfaithful or they're, mm-hmm. they're up to something, mm-hmm. but like you have no proof mm-hmm. and you just like have that feeling. Like how, how do you know if you're like actually tapping into intuition or if you're like just being paranoid from like past trauma? Abs- totally. And I think so, a lot of times it is past trauma where maybe we've been cheated on in the past. So it puts us in that really uncomfortable state of just not being able to trust. And sometimes you're right. You're accurate. Like, it's true. And I feel like if you're in a relationship where you can't sit the person down and say, I'm super uncomfortable. I don't feel calm in our relationship. I feel really, um, I feel like you're being dishonest with me. And can we talk? You know, and they may be really hurt. Maybe they're not doing anything wrong and they're really hurt, but their response to you. So them saying like, I hear you. Thank you for telling me. How can we renegotiate our relationship so that you feel comfortable? If they do that, well, I don't know. Maybe then, you know, you found someone that you can finally relax with and be happy with. Yeah. But if they're like, what? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Really mean. Maybe that's not your person. Because when it's your person, there is a sense of calm. Mm-hmm. There is a sense of trust. It doesn't mean everything's perfect, of course. But there's a sense of calm. There's a sense of trust. And if there isn't that sense, you talk to them and the way they respond should make you feel better. So... 
you know, I don't know, talk to them. But yeah, I mean, we're women. We're really, really smart. Yeah. We're really intuitive. And Are women if, more intuitive than guys? Um, in a different way, yeah. Yeah. I do. In a different way. I love men. I think men are amazing and powerful in their own special ways. I think women are amazing and powerful in their own special ways. But yeah, I think women are extremely intuitive. We're connected to the earth in a completely different way than men are. Look at our whole cycle. It goes with the moon. I mean, we are of... It's amazing, right? It is kind of amazing yes. and kind of like mysterious. That's it. That's but it. Do you know more about that? Because I'm actually very curious into like all of that stuff. About the moon and the whole like Yeah, cycle. and how we are. Because like, I, I, I do think like female intuition is such a thing. And totally. I just don't, I don't get it. Like right. maybe there's some background here. Yeah, I mean, there a lot of these things are mystical and there isn't, you know, I think something that's interesting about spirituality and, and um, mystical things and, and, and like that is like, there is a mystery there and there is just, this element of surrendering and going, okay, so it is. You know, you can't always define um, things like that. But yes, but women are so in tune and we're so in tune to the earth and the planets and, and nature and absolutely. 100%. What's like the whole moon cycle thing? Okay, so I, I don't, I can't, I don't know it totally, but our cycles are on the same cycle as like the moon. Like the 28 days of the the phases of the moon. Yeah. Um, someone's gonna know a lot about this and I'm gonna sound really bad. I don't no, do astrology. Okay. I do not do astrology, but we are we're completely connected with the earth and with the planets. So we are super intuitive. So, ladies, listen to yourself. Yeah. Your, you know, divine knowledge, divine wisdom, whether you're in tune to it or not, is loaded and coded and embedded in the very being of who you are. Totally. So tap in, tune in. You wanna find a way through? Go in. Yeah. Like you are the best resource. 100. I always think that too, like, especially like, I feel like a lot of times, like we'll be asking our friends for advice or like, we'll go to outside sources. Mm -hmm. Like I I just had a girlfriend like telling me all about her relationship problems and stuff. And and I obviously am like, girl, like we got to do this. We have to do this. Like everyone wants to help in your best effort. But I think at the end of the day, it's almost a disservice. It's right. like, you know, you, like, I don't know the relationship. Like, you know the relationship. I don't know you like you know you. Absolutely. Totally. And at the end of the day, it's your journey. It's your path. It's your process. I think friends are amazing. And, you know, it's so good to support each other and lean on each other. But yes, at the end of the day, it's your relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think we do. We search for the ultimate exercise class, the ultimate diet, the ultimate guru, the best book to tell us what to do. And, and these are all great tools. But ultimately it's going to come from within you. If you understand that the spark of God, universe, divine wisdom is in you, Mm -hmm. and your path is actually to find ways to quiet the mind so you can tune into that, you don't have to be searching outside yourself so, so much. It is within you. I love that. So Halloween is this week, and even though 50% of the population has a period, so many people still consider it a scary subject. Come on, guys. You know what I think is scary? How little innovation there's been when it comes to managing a period. If you think about it, pads were made in like the 
in the 1880s. Tampons and cups were made in like the 30s. And that's been about it until Thanks. I first heard about Thanks when they had these really cool ads in the New York City subway. And it turns out that they are period-proof underwear that are washable, reusable, and they completely absorb your flow up to four tampons worth. Yes, you heard me correctly. You can use them to replace pads, cups, or tampons, which is hella nice to the environment. You don't even have to worry about leaks ever again. Hallelujah. And the styles are so cute. I just ordered the high-waisted style in black, which is like sheer on the sides. And honestly, it's hotter than 99% of the underwear I already own. Now, that is scary. <laughs> to learn more about Thinks Underwear, visit periodbetter.com. And for a limited time, I have a little discount code for our listeners. Just use code BIGKID to get $10 off your first pair. Again, that's periodbetter.com and use code BIGKID for $10 off your first pair. Check it out. I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but we talked a little bit about, you know, when you're tapping in, like you can tap into your spirit guides and angels. Absolutely. So what are they called again? They're called... Angels. Are they just angels? Angels. Yeah. Okay. Like real angels. Like real angels. Angels are real. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that because I've heard of spirit guides, obviously, but angels and all of that is a little bit foreign to me. So maybe give us a little bit of background. Sure. So angels have always been angels. They were not people like people don't die and go to heaven and sprout wings like an angel. You know how people say like, you know, heaven's got another angel or something like that. Um, That actually doesn't happen. Angels were always angels. They've always been angels. They will always be angels. Spirit guides are a little bit different because spirit guides have lived many, 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 many lives, are done reincarnating and have chosen to take a special role in the spirit world Mm. to be guides for those that are still living. And they did this because they understand us. They understand pain and loss and joy and sadness and all the unbelievable range of emotions that we came to earth to understand. So going off the idea that we came to earth to to learn, the earth is our classroom. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. We're not humans that happen to have a soul somewhere. Mm -hmm. Okay. So angels are pure beings of light. So they send us love and protection and healing, but they don't understand us in the same way that our spirit guides do. Got you. And so does everybody have like their own personal spirit guide or like does a spirit guide have like five people? Like how does that work? Yeah, I mean, um, everyone that I've ever read for over the past 11 years has a series of spirit guides, usually two, one to three main spirit guides that they work with. And I've never met anyone that didn't have a guardian angel. Really? Absolutely. So what's like, and what does that angel do? They are protecting you. They are sending you... um, like it's that pure white light energy. So when I see guardian angels come through a lot, it's people that are going through extremely challenging times, people that have lost someone close to them, people that are um, unbelievably depressed. I will see angels come at night and wrap their wings around that person and help them go to sleep. So sometimes I'll ask someone, gosh, like, do you even remember falling asleep at night? And they go, I don't remember falling asleep any night. I can't remember. I just remember laying in bed crying and then I wake up in the morning. That's an angel. They come and lay their wings on you. They're protecting you and they're watching out for you. I mean, 
almost everyone I know has been like, oh my gosh, like I almost got in an accident. Mm -hmm. I almost fell off a ladder. I almost got in a car with some really scary guy. I almost drank a drink at a bar that was roofy. You know what I mean? That's your angel. They're guardians. They're protecting you. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm thinking of so many examples in my own life. I'm like, oh my God. That's your angel. You're supposed to be here. Everyone's supposed to be here. So especially, I think, you know, like we're in our 20s and early 30s. It's like that really, really intense time. It's just like, why am I here, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And you feel lost or even really, really depressed. And I mean, the main message there is like, you are 100% here for a reason. You are supposed to be here. You are precious. The light within you is the light within me, is in the, the light within everything. And we all are protected and we're all guided. And you're really, really, really not alone. And I know it can feel really lonely sometimes, but we're not alone. We're all here for a reason. What an incredible message. Thank you. One thing you just said to you that I'm like, wow, that's really powerful is you mentioned like spirit guides come back and they they have to go through every human emotion. Like I just think that's really cool for anybody who might be going through some like really heavy, heavy shit. Like you're learning, like you're go maybe processing this and going through this emotion mm-hmm. for, like you said, a reason, maybe to help somebody else down the line. Yes. And I think that's like really cool. You are so right. I'm so glad you said that because I've seen a lot of people that were alcoholic or drug addicts and now they counsel, you know, alcoholic and drug addicted youth or, you know, they had to come out, right? And they're either trans or they're gay and they had to come out during a time where it was really tough. Well, now they help others, you Mm -hmm. know, and they had to literally go through hell, but they're using it to spread that light and that understanding in this world. And I will tell you this, Sarah, like, so many people that are on this earth right now are the bravest, bravest souls that have ever come here. We are here to elevate humanity. We are here to raise our vibration. So if you're out there and struggling right now, do not give up. Don't let everything you've done go to waste. And I would say, big time, you haven't come this far only to come this far. Keep going. Whew. So good. Oh my gosh. I love that. I just got chills. Literally. (laughs) It's a beautiful and painful time on this earth right now. It's so painful, but it's also so beautiful. And if you can move through it, oh my gosh, we're going to come out the other side just like amazing. You know, it's, I always tell people, if you're going through hell, keep fucking going. Don't buy a summer home there. Yeah. (laughs) Go, keep moving. Don't stop there. It's going to get better. Yeah. Do you think that like you can... I don't know, call on your spirit guides or angels to kind of help you move through that shit. That's why they're there. <laughs> okay, how do you do that? Yes, that's teach why us, they, yes, that's why they're there. This is the whole point. This is the whole point of even us talking is like to let people understand you're not alone. You have an entire team in the spirit world that is rooting for you, that's pushing you. Oh my gosh. Or if you've lost a parent, you guys, you've lost a parent. I lost my best friend to suicide. Like you lose a parent, you lose a dear friend. Like they are there. They're watching you. They're supporting you. People ask me like, oh my gosh, will my dad who crossed over see me walk down the aisle? Did mm-hmm. my mom see me graduate? Did, have they met you know my kids or whatever? Yes, 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 yes. They are still with you. They are still, still with you. So calling on your spirit guides is an amazing, amazing gift. Your guides love you. They're there for you. But again, you cannot meet your guides in chaos. You must try and find your guides in calm. 
You cannot meet them when the mind is just taking over mm-hmm. and creating chaos for you. Again, those negative conversations, that fear, that anxiety, your guides can't get through that. So whatever it is for you, is it running? Is it yoga? Is it dancing to Cardi B? Is it <laughs> meditating? Do you want to try to meditate? You know, what is it? What is it going to get you to take some deep breaths and find that center, that moment, and then go from there? That is where they can reach you. They are there. They want to work with you. So the way that I started working with my guides, I realized quickly when I opened as a medium, which I told you was a really fucking scary time for me because I basically had a light on in the spirit world and all the spirits everywhere were coming to me. That's when my husband was like, what's going on? I feel so many people. (laughs) I quickly understood that if I were going to be a medium, I needed help and I needed spirit help. And so I realized my guides were the ones who were going to take me through this experience of my chosen path in this life as a spiritual medium. And so what I used to do was free flowing writing meditation. Mm. And I would sit down, I would light a candle and I would sage and light a candle and just, you know, feel like kind of start to cool down, calm down. I would sit down and I would call to my guides and I would say to my great, my highest and best vibrational spirit guides, um, with respect and love, I call to you to assist me in this meditation, in this writing meditation. Um, please work with me. Only my highest and best vibrational guides that love me, that are here for me. Those are the only ones I want to work with right now. Hmm. So making sure I wasn't like channeling a ghost, right? Yeah. Um, something getting caught up in it. And I would sit down with a pen and a paper. I would do my meditation, my way of meditating. And when I felt calm, I would, in my mind, I would ask a question. And then I would allow the writing to come through my hand and would kind of loosely allow the words to come out through my hand. And they would answer me. It's, it's writing meditation. It's automatic writing meditation. Interesting. And I wouldn't judge it, judge it. I wouldn't even read it, but I would hear them talk and then I would just start writing. Were you, you were writing words, mm-hmm. but only like from like audio. Yeah, I was hearing them. Okay. Yeah. Like if I were to try this, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big, like writing has always helped me too. Like I always, I like doing like long, like if I'm having like a spaz brain meltdown, mm-hmm. I'm like, I will go to writing and just like write, just brain dump onto paper. Mm-hmm. So if I were to try this, obviously I can't, maybe I can, I don't know. You will. But if yeah. I can't hear anything coming in though, am I just like, Moving my hand or scribbling until something comes through, or you like, will one hundred percent hear your guides. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight, <laughs> <laughs> and what's going to happen is you're going to go, "Oh no, that's me. That's Sarah talking. That's not my guides." And we're going to like try and you know make sense of it. Don't do that. It will sound like you. It's not a booming God voice that comes through. Yeah, it's, it's not just, like so. It feels like it's just your thoughts, right? But your guides are with you and they're guiding your thoughts. So if you ask an answer and you want, if you, excuse me, if you ask a question and you want an answer, start writing. Mm. And if for some reason it feels weird and creepy and yucky and you don't like what they're saying, those are not your guides. Your guides are light beings. They love you. It is their joy to be with you and serve you. You will get positive messages. You will get ways to assist you. It won't be anything yucky or scary. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Try it. Interesting to try, for sure. One last thing I would say also, make sure when you close the session down, thank your guides. 
thank you so much. Stick with me. Blow out your candle. Like, close the session. Because you don't want to be walking around open like that. You oh, know? I missed that. So yeah. you do you usually light a candle when you're, like, channeling stuff like that? Always. Always. Well, every reading I do, I light a candle. Mm-hmm. And then when the reading's over, I blow out the candle. I close the session. I close the door. Like, I don't walk down the street and, like, randomly try and read for people. Yeah. Because my door is closed. I'm off. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cool. I, I, everything I do is pretty ceremonial, not for the show of it, but because I think working with energy, you have to have very clear and specific boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And you can't be selfish and be like, hey, just hang out with me all day. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's really cool. I'm into that. And, and it's interesting you bring up asking. I was actually talking to somebody else. We had another episode all about course correction mm-hmm. and asking came up. And I think it is, I didn't know about it until that, but I've been asking, I've been just, you know, like when sometimes you just feel like frustrated or you just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I think asking, there's just like, it, there's such like a opening that happens. Like it's almost like a, you can relax your shoulders. Like just by even just asking the question, mm-hmm. it's almost a way of like feeling better. And it's interesting that there's similarity, you know, like right. there. That is a thing. Like, because you're being specific. Mm-hmm. You're being specific with the universe. You you know, you have to decide this is what my focus is and then move towards that. It's like the idea of like manifesting, right? It's like manifesting is like this idea of like when you go to a train station, you buy a ticket to where you want to go and hmm. then you get on that train. If you don't know what you want, and you don't know where you want to go, and you go to the ticket window, and they're like, where do you want to go? You're like, I don't know. (laughs) They're going to be like, go sit down, (laughs) think about it, and then buy your ticket, you know? And it's the same thing, you know, with what you're saying, the power of asking, asking for what you want, asking for help. It's about being specific. The universe is conspiring for you, not against you. Mm-hmm. The universe is for you. God is for you, not against you. But there has to be some willingness on your part, meaning you are saying what you want and where you want to go. And then you open the door to that. You start moving towards that. I think the other interesting thing about manifesting that people forget, this is a big one, you have to feel the feeling of having it. So hard. Right. It's hard. So I, I'm a big, I try to manifest and I have, I always struggle with that. You have to feel the feeling. For an example, if you are looking for love, <laughs> right? And you're like, yeah, I'm looking for love. I want to meet someone. Awesome. There you go, universe. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> right? Yeah. There, you know, but then in your mind, you're thinking, I'm never going to really meet anyone. I don't even know what that would be like. And that's, you're not actually manifesting something. So the idea would be, if you want to manifest something, sit down, light a candle, <laughs> take some deep breaths, ground yourself down, and imagine sitting next to the person, your soulmate. Imagine holding his or her hand. Imagine feeling that peaceful feeling in your heart. Imagine feeling someone smiling at you, looking at you like you've always wanted to be looked at. You know, let yourself smile. Let yourself think about it. You know what I mean? Open your heart to it. Then you put it out in the universe. You say, yes, thank you for sending me this amazing person that's coming. Yes, yes, yes. You're really putting it out there. You're manifesting it. You're feeling the feelings. And then go, move on, with, keep moving forward. Yeah. So that's, I think, sometimes what people miss about this whole idea of manifesting. Totally. It's, it's believing. It's feeling it. Yeah. And that it is, it can be easier said than done, but totally. I like, 
I like that, that visual, obviously the visualization, you know, sitting with yourself and it's hard to like, you can't be manifest. Maybe you can, but like, for me, like, I don't always make time for manifesting. Like, I'll just try and be like, oh, let me think about this while I'm on the subway. And you can't really get that same feeling. Mm -hmm. So I think like what you're saying is cool. Like, you need to actually like build out time for this. Mm -hmm. Like, take it seriously. Like, Mm -hmm. sit down, close your eyes, like visualize and feel it. Yeah. Yeah. But the cool thing too, Sarah, that I love is like, if you're on the subway and you do it for 15 seconds three times a week on the subway. Well, after a year, that's a lot of time, yeah, you know? So it's okay true. if that's what you can fit in. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But you're so right. Asking, being specific, I think is really a really awesome thing. And and we we like uh, feel good when we ask, okay, yeah. this is what I want. Right. You know, well, there you go. Then you're, that. That's, the, that's, that's step one. You know, you have to know what you want and ask for what you want. Totally. Any other little manifestation hacks? Mm. Up your sleeves. Oh my goodness. Manifestation hacks. I love it. Okay. So I think also, I'm clearly a very visual person. Write it down. It is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Write it down. And like, you know um, how they say like, write down what you want in a person. Yeah. I think that's genius. I think that's awesome. You're allowed to also, they're allowed to be their own person and have their own things. But I'm just saying, I think writing down things that you're really looking for and be specific, not just like, well, someone that's kind of nice to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't do that to yourself. You're worth so much more than that, you know? And, you know, know that when your vibe kind of, you want someone who matches where you're at and your vibe, but write it down. I think that's a really powerful thing for manifesting. Mm-hmm. Write it down, save it. Yeah. Um, and the things that you don't want in your life or the things that you're trying to release in your life, write them down too and then put it down your garbage disposal or burn it in a fire. Let it go, you know? Let it go. Yeah. So I think writing is a really, really powerful tool. Oh my gosh. So awesome. Well, I know we're getting close to the end of our time and I wanted to kind of like showcase your skills a little bit. Okay. And if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to ask you a couple questions. Please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is the fun part. Yeah, totally. Part, guys. All right. So I guess like my, one of my first questions I would ask, because you can, you can tune in and let me know mm-hmm. what you're getting here, but like my Beyonce and I are like a little bit unsettled. Like we moved out to California. We're like, maybe we're going to move again. Mm -hmm. We don't really know what the future holds Mm -hmm. in terms of like where we're going to feel settled. Mm -hmm. Do you, are you getting anything about like maybe where our path is going to lead? Yeah. I like that you said those words, feeling settled. And um, there's a couple things that's, that's coming up. First of all, I didn't feel like that, like settling down feeling actually for some time. (laughs) So I didn't feel that anytime soon. And it is, can you feel settled in the not settled? So meaning, are you okay with this idea that you guys right now have this opportunity to be light on your feet and to see kind of where your journey unfolds? That's what I saw. I didn't see you settling down. And if I go down that path with your guides of you being like, okay, here we go. We're going to like buy a house and this is where we're going to be. I would not see you happy like that right now. Mm. That would not be a good feeling for you because there would be a really restless feeling, a feeling of like being listless, restless, and a feeling of like somehow missing out. So I didn't feel you like 
let's buy this house and this is where we're going to stay forever. It felt, I didn't feel you feeling free or elevated in that kind of environment. So actually right now for the next like handful of years, two to four years, it is a lot of being light on your feet, a lot of travel. And I feel like for you work-wise, travel, travel, travel. I keep getting pulled to Australia for you. Really? Have you, have you ever been there? I've never been to Australia. It's really far. It's really far. It's far. It sounds amazing. Anyone who's Australian, it sounds beautiful. Yeah. But I keep getting pulled there for you. I think for you right now, I just see you traveling. I see you guys traveling together. I do not see you settling down where you are. And I think you're going to bounce around a little bit. But if you can surrender to that, you've got a really cool few years coming up. And I do think you have a good partner in your fiance. I think your fiance, the more you, you become, the more he loves you. Mm. And I know that may sound cliche, but it's not. A lot of people put their partner in a box and you are not in a box for him. Yeah. Meaning like when you are like flowing and doing your thing, he's like, yeah, like he <laughs> likes that about you. He wants you to to explore and, and to do what you have to do. And something that I did see is you traveling. And so there's a lot of time apart. So you have to decide, can, can we, is that going to be okay? Because I do see you traveling a lot. Focus on hosting. Really? Focus on hosting, on air, on camera, on camera. Focus on hosting things, um, interviewing people, hosting things, things like that. You're really shining there a lot. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Did that all make sense? Yeah, it did make a lot of sense. Good. Um, oh, God. That's going to change up my second question, though. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because if we are, if we're going to be unsettled for a while... Does that, how does that look in terms of like family? Like, are, Yeah, I don't see you unsettled for the next 30 years. You know right. what I mean? We're talking about a handful of years here. I think this is, look, you're, you're, I, I, there's that, that question, the, the word crossroads. It really annoys me because I feel like people say it's so much like, I'm at a crossroads, I'm at a crossroads. Um, and it kind of makes me laugh, but you actually kind of are. So if you wanted to just stick and just, be where you are. It's okay, but I do not see happiness in you doing that. So meaning the crossroads is within you. Can you be happy in the travel, in the quote, not settledness? Can you settle into the fact that you are really shining bright right now and building what you're doing? You're getting to see different things, meet different people. Can you find calm in that? Kind of felt like kids, because that's the thing. And oh, yes, is, timing. Yes, yeah, timing. almost because yeah. with like career stuff, and I think a lot of people can maybe relate to this. Like you get to a, a certain age, especially female, I'm like, okay, I'm in 30 now. Like you, you start to feel that time clock where I'm like, I really want to accomplish a lot of things, but I'm like, oh, wow, I really only have a couple more years left where I really have to like, you know, if I want kids, I have to kind of do that. So enjoy this time. This is this time. This time is not... It. When I connected in with your energy, do I see kids? Absolutely. Um, I'm just smiling because they're really cute. And like, this is one little dude is like a blonde babe. Were you blonde when you were young? Yes. Too? Yeah, it's like, I'm like, oh my God, a little toe head. You know how they say it? Like blonde, oh my God. white toe head. So, so cute. So you're going to have all that. Wait, I'm going to cry because like me, my fiance is also blonde and we always joke we're going to have like so many we're gonna have little blonde. toe heads. We say toe heads. That's what I heard. I yeah. heard toe head. Like this, <laughs> li- this little blondie, blondie, blonde dude. So cute. You have that. You have kids. Feel that feeling. Let yourself cry. Let yourself feel that. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to meet these little people because they're there. They're coming. But right now it's like you've got a lot popping. Light, stay light on your feet. 
all is well. You have an amazing partner to share in it with and don't focus too much on the settled and where and, and it'll it'll kind of kill the kill your juju of getting to go out and explore and experience life right now. It's You're not quite there, but I do see kids. And like I said, I just saw that unsettledness just like three, four years. And then I think you're going to be at a different place in your career and you'll have that it, it'll all kind of unfold in a really nice way for you. So 100%, I see you having kids and I saw those little blondies. So oh cute. Gosh. So cute, yeah. That's so fun. Oh my God, Erica, this was incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today. If anybody wants to find you, like where can we find you? Where can we get more of you? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, first, thank you for having me. I love talking to you. Seriously. Yes, I love talking to you. Yeah, Come hang I, out. I, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, if you want to find me, you can go to my website, which is ericagabriel.com. And it's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A, Gabriel, like the angel. I swear that's my real name, you guys. Um, G-A-B-R-I-E-L.com. And you can find me on Instagram, Spiritual Medium Erica. And I think the same name on Facebook, Spiritual Medium Erica. So find me and you can book. Um, I have phone readings and Skype readings. So I read for people all over the world and you can book them on my website. So awesome. I hope to connect with you all. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. Thank you, Sarah. Woo. That is a wrap on this week's episode, guys. I hope you weren't too spooked and you enjoyed it as much as I did. All right. So let's just talk about that reading for a hot sack. That was pretty wild. All right. First of all, I was freaking out when she said toehead because I literally just learned what that term means maybe a few months ago. It's like not a very well-known term. And now it's an inside joke between me and B. Um, so that was just really weird of all the things that she used that term, toehead. Another thing that's pretty wild is that she mentioned the whole thing about being light on our feet. So this interview took place a few months ago and about two weeks after this, Brandon and I were in Nashville and we had been talking about buying a house eventually to turn into an Airbnb property. And well, long story short, we put an offer in, got accepted last week. So now we're moving to Nashville. But since it will eventually be an Airbnb, we're keeping small apartments in LA and New York so we can bounce around between the three. So just listening back to this interview in hindsight, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I didn't even know at the time just how accurate that was because we're going to have to be very, very light on our feet for the foreseeable future. I have to give a big, big thank you to Erica Gabriel for being our guest this week. And if you want more from Erica, maybe you want to get your own reading, just click on our show notes and I have all of her information available for you. You can also connect with me at Big Kid Problems on Instagram or on my personal at Sarah A. Merrill underscore. I cannot believe this is the last episode of October. I mean, season two is flying by and I would love to hear how you guys are liking it so far. If you're enjoying this season, please, please take a second to rate and review it. Even if it's just two sentences long, it honestly makes a huge difference. And if you like this pod in general, take a screenshot of your favorite episode so far and post it on your Instagram stories. Just make sure to tag me so I can see it. That will help me learn what's resonating with you guys. So when I'm planning future episodes, I know what to do. Uh, I know there are a lot of ways you can spend your hour. So just know that I truly, truly appreciate you spending it with me. And that's it for this week. So I hope to see you back here next week for another brand new episode. And until then, I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.